When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Woo Woo with Rachel Dratch, the podcast that explores the unexplained with humor and curiosity. Welcome to Woo Woo with Rachel Dratch. I'm joined by my pal and co-host Irene Bremis here. Hi, guys. Hi. Excited to be here. <laughs> I said hi. Okay. So, Irene, it's always... It's, we, now, we've had a lot of great guests on here, but every so often, we get a superstar. We get the superstars. And that's today. Please say hello <laughs> to superstar of stage, screen, TV, and music, Vanessa Williams. Hello. Yeah. How are you? Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Vanessa. How's it going? Thank you, thank you so much for doing this. It is my pleasure. So, Vanessa, okay, first of all, of course I always knew who you were, but then I got to meet you. Well, I, I did one episode of Ugly Betty, though I don't know if, I can't remember if our paths crossed on that. But in any case, yeah. the time that we really met was our Broadway stint last <laughs> summer in POTUS. That's right. And we actually got to do scenes together. I mean, because I didn't have a scene with everybody, but I got to, our opening yeah. scene was together. Yes. Yeah, we kicked off the, the rotating stage together. Yes. <laughs> and Vanessa played the first lady and I played her mousy secretary. That, um, I had, that I had to torture. Yes. 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 <laughs> and uh, we had a ton of fun doing that. By the way, Susie Nakamura is doing this as well. So Yay, you're the second yeah. person that I roped in <laughs> to do this. So, um, okay. First of all, I do remember a couple of things. The first time that I, I mean, I had met you before, but then I met you in the rehearsal and then I was trying to make chit chat and I was like, have you ever done Broadway before? And then you're like, yes, actually, this is my fourth or something. I don't even know. So then I was like, oops, I should have looked at, I should have done a little research, but yes, you've been in many Broadway shows. Yes. If you care to say. Let's see. My first Broadway show was Kiss the Spider Woman back in 94, 95. I took over for Cheetah Rivera when uh, she went on the road, which was spectacular and an amazing cast and an extraordinary show. And yeah. then after that, I did St. Louis Woman, which was encores, which never moved. That was in 98, which was uh -huh. an, an amazing cast as well. And then I did um, Into the Woods in 2002 Ooh, right. with uh, Steve Song. And James Lapine, <laughs> which was incredible. And I got a chance to not only work with them, but they kind of did more work on it. They wanted to take another stab at it. So they wrote additional lyrics for me for After Midnight uh, or, or The Last Midnight, which is the, the, the which is 11th hour number. Uh, so one of my favorite memories is uh, 
uh, at 890 Broadway uh, in our rehearsal. Uh, back then we had a, a fax machine and James is sitting there with faxes that were rolling in with new lyrics that Steve is writing. And he's like, oh okay, the, the witch takes her bloody hand and suffocates the baby. Steve, she's not going to kill the baby. Okay, she's not going to kill the baby. <laughs> so I was like, well, I'll kill the baby. If he wants me to, I'll kill the baby. Whatever um, Steve says. Whatever yeah. Steve says. Uh, so that was that was incredible. Um, mm-hmm. I got a chance to do uh, an amazing show with Cicely Tyson called Trip to Bountiful mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. 2013, which was uh, just, I mean, working with her. I, that was actually the third time I worked with her. The first two were, one was a TV movie called The Boy Who Loved Christmas, and she was a social worker when I was trying to adopt a child. Yeah. And then the second time was uh, a movie called Hoodlums, and, and she played, it was with Lawrence Fishburne, and she played like the, the grand dame of the the gangsters in Harlem back in the day, and then got a chance to work with her doing Horton Foot on Broadway, which was incredible. So that was wow. a play, but I, yeah, uh, yeah but that, that was wonderful. I did a, a musical called After Midnight, uh, and then I did Sondheim and Sondheim yet again oh, with yeah. James uh, in 2010. So uh, it's it's been, uh, it's and then of course POTUS last year, which was a, a farce and just uh, one of those great people had no idea what to expect. And everyone said, I laughed so hard. I had no mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. And it was just zany and naughty. And my mother <laughs> saw it a million times. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Your mom is so cute. We love your mom. Yeah. Oh and so, gosh. you know, and, and and right now I'm actually producing Broadway. I'm working on a, oh, right. a show Ooh. about Louis Armstrong's life called uh, A Wonderful World. So I got roped oh, into right. that uh, by my producing partner and... And, uh, and I'm, it's great because I'm getting a chance to do more creative work besides raising money, which is what you have to do. But like yeah. working on the script, I brought in Wendell Pierce because he's a good friend of mine, but also from New Orleans, knows jazz. He great oh, friends wow. with Wynton Marsalis, who knows all about Louis Armstrong. Wow. So I'm, that creative side is oh, really wow. exciting for me. So in other words, yes, you have done. Yes, Broadway. you're a heavyweight. <laughs> Rachel, first day. Um, <laughs> Well, okay. So this, as you know, is a, a podcast about thing, all things woo woo. Yeah. And so some people that I've had on, you know, they have this story and then, and now I'm getting like, okay, I'm going up to be like, you got any woo woo stories? <laughs> like, so at first I was just thinking in general, like, you know, cause they don't all have to be sort of ghost stories, but I was thinking that the other thing about you is you know how to create a space. And so in terms of just like whatever you want to call this, the energy of the room. <laughs> right, so yeah. I, like the first day, you know, with, at the beginnings of rehearsal, like you get to pick how you want your dressing room to look. And so for those of you who've never done Broadway, let me tell you how it is. <laughs> you, get, you get to pick like your paint color and your chair and your rug and all this stuff. So of course, Vanessa had it down. She was like my adult that I was following around. Like, and um. She's like, well, I always do smoked almond. I don't, I don't oh, know. What, smoked what, oyster. What, smoked smoke oyster. oyster. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I can't even believe I remember the smoke. Yes. So Vanessa has her, her calming paint color yes. already cataloged away. And then like, I mean, you should have seen her dressing room. It's just like beautiful. And the other thing about Vanessa is like right away, she's always like, 
I'll send you the link. Like, if you like, anything, <laughs> like you see anything in a room, you're like, oh, that's such a cool rug. I'll send you the link. That's my Vanessa quote. Because not only are you very knowledgeable, but you also, you like to share, yeah. you like to share your wisdom mm-hmm. about I'm a con- anything. A connector. I love connector. to connect people. Yeah. You're such yeah. a connector. So whether it's like, whatever, you know, what, uh, Tupperware thing? Are you carrying your lunch? <laughs> right. <laughs> or like, what's that candle? Or whatever. So, yeah. um, so yeah, you are my style. You know, you're my aspiration. I don't know what the word is, but you're my style, <laughs> like style guru. guru. Style guru. Okay. Um, cool. So, and you. I'm and, flattered. Yes, and your, but your dressing room was just like a calming oasis. Like there were these little, like you know, you can't have real candles in a dressing room. So she had these like flickering battery candles that looked really real. And I was like, what are those? Those are soothing. So though, then, those candles. So then she sent me the link, if you will. So cut to like my dressing room, which I've already said on here that I'm a notorious slob. Well, to myself, I'm notorious, and now I'm making myself notorious. But so my dressing room was like piled high with papers it just was it's not a calming area a calming and then there were those candles in the corner that i had ordered <laughs> i probably never turned them on but i had them so but, yes, I, but and then and um but yes you were very you you create a nice space well thank you world of well, well speaking of spaces you've been to my house so you know yes. my house was built in 1906 and i didn't get a chance to i did a little walkthrough but i didn't get a chance to tell you the the history of the house. So that's yes. a, a good uh, okay, transition good. into our woo-woo space. Okay, good. good. <laughs> so your house is beautiful, by the way. I thank mean, you. It's, it, it's it like was, your dressing room times a thousand. That, that, but, um, thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it was a the guest house for a larger house up on the hill behind me, which was owned by A.H. Smith, who owned the New York Railroad. So this was kind of the country house, and this was the guest house. And like when you come into the, the private drive, there's a blue house, and that used to be where the, uh, the 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 laborers would live. And then across the street was a creamery where they had a stone barn in the back, and there used to be cows, and you know uh, this used to be a working creamery across the street. So um, when we moved in, in uh, actually in 1992, like. L.A. was on fire. The riots were raging. Malibu mm. was in flames. Uh, you know, Rodney King had just gotten beaten. The cops that beat him just got released. And it was just mayhem. And my girls at the time were five and three. And I was like, I don't want to raise my kids out here in mm. this tension. Mm-hmm. And it was just crazy. My parents were still working. They were both music teachers. So I said, let me move back to New York. I know I can do public schools and, and give them kind of a normal life. My parents would be able to be there. And my dad was, um, uh, he, he taught, um, my kids, you know, piano and, and their, their lessons. Uh, so moved back to New York and I wasn't planning on moving back to my hometown, but I found this house, which happened to be in the same town that I grew up in. And uh, so we, they were going to sell the house separately and divide my front lawn because it's like a, a five acre plot. So we said, well, let's just uh, make an, uh, an offer for the house. So we got an offer for the house and we got the house. And then my realtor was like, just offer them a certain amount for the whole thing. And it was a, uh, a couple that was going through divorce and we made an offer. We went through our inspection and we, there was some water damage or whatever. We got like a discount and we got mm. the whole thing. So did not expect to move back yeah. to my hometown. So when we moved in, you know, it was an old house, 1906. The people that were had bought it before us, he was a doctor and they had turned the 
which is now the garage, which was the carriage house. And where the living is was the cottage. And they kind of built on top of the carriage house and connected the two. So it was kind of stone and glass and modern. And I remember back in the Filofax days when you had a Filofax, you remember your little leather Filofax oh, yeah. and you'd have your, mm-hmm. you know, your addresses in the front and there was like a little pad in the back. And I remember <laughs> writing a list saying things I want in a house. And I said, up on a hill, stone, glass, mm-hmm. lots of light, Ooh. ponds, winding driveway, pool, tennis court. And I pulled up here and I'm like, oh my God, this is exactly what I had written down in the back of my file of facts. Oh Crazy. my gosh. Manifesting. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I, I was writing silly things on my file of facts. <laughs> like, I don't know what I yeah. was writing on mine, but that's amazing yeah. manifestation. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a woo-woo experience related to this product I'm about to talk about, Nutrafol, because just yesterday I was walking with a couple friends and one of them had a brand new box of Nutrafol in her purse. She was about to try it to help with thinning hair. And she's like, I don't know, I'm just going to give it a try. Well, my other friend who was with us said, you know what, my friend uses this and she says it really, really works. So there I had an unsolicited endorsement for Nutrafol right when I'm about to do this ad. Now. If you see me walking around the city, you'll notice I don't put a lot of thought into my hair. But if you are a human female adult who cares about your hair and how you present to the world, you might be interested in Nutrafol. Ever wish you had visibly thicker hair? What about less shedding? Maybe stress is causing your hair to thin. Or is it the other way around? Thinning hair is normal and Nutrafol helps from within with science-based supplements. There are multiple causes of hair thinning, and Nutrafol addresses key root causes through a whole-body approach to hair health. From postpartum to menopause to plant-based lifestyles, Nutrafol has four unique formulas to support women, all physician-formulated using drug-free, science-backed ingredients so you get the most reliable results. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code WOO. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code WOO. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code WOO. So uh, we, we move in, the girls are great. They go to the local, you know, local uh, schools here. And, you know, there was always like flickering lights and like you'd be sitting in bed and all of a sudden you'd, or the lights would start to flicker. I'm like, oh Jesus, what? So we kind of got used <laughs> to it. And then uh, my, I had my, my, my son who um, went the, the year after we moved in and uh, we moved a nanny in downstairs. And this is all part of the cottage area of the house. And um, she woke up one night and she thought she heard the kids playing downstairs in the, in the playroom. Oh, and, God, uh, not the kids again. <laughs> and it's like in the middle of the night and she walks back, the lights oh are on and there's nobody there. And it's like one in the morning. And she goes upstairs and the kids are all in bed. We're all in bed. So she told me the next day, I said, it's so weird. Like I heard kids playing downstairs and I, the lights were on and I went downstairs and nobody was there. So we're like, okay, that's strange. And, you know, we would hear footsteps here and there. Some doors would close. 
But again, you're like, okay, it's an old windy house. Maybe there's something going on. And, um, I, uh, ended up getting divorced, uh, had the house by myself. Um, and my youngest daughter never felt comfortable in the house. She would always like close the door, mm-hmm. mom, you know, sleep with covers. It'd be like, she'd be sweating because, but she would not want her eyes or her ears to hear anything. So she'd always sleep with the door closed. And uh, she said, I I always feel like someone's watching me. And uh, so I did this show called The Haunting Of, and it was kind of a, 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 an extension of celebrity ghost stories, but it was Kim Russo. And she would like, not only you start off with the celebrity ghost stories, and then she'd come to your house and like try to figure stuff, stuff out. Uh, so normally people aren't still living in their haunted houses. They would have like, oh, I was living in this house back in the day and they go and revisit yeah. it, but I'm still in the house. She's like, why are you still here? I go, because I love my house. I'm not moving. She's like, you're really stopping. I go, yeah, I, I love this house and I'm not moving. So she yeah. pulls mm-hmm. up in her, uh, in her truck. Ghostmobile. <laughs> Ghostmobile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I opened yeah. the door and I said, how are you? And like two birds just go by and she's like, oh, well, is your father passed? I go, yeah. She said, oh, yeah. Did, do you have an uncle? I said, yeah. She said, okay. They, they just came. They just whizzed by. <laughs> oh, I go, what? And she, she, wow. she's like, just, she just never, went right. She threw down right away. Take, I never know how to take the birds or people. Thing. Like, I don't know where I land on that. When right. someone's like, a cardinal, I'm by. I know. Like, I do a lot of birding. I never like, think of it. Well, yeah. could it just be a cardinal? But anyway, <laughs> continue. So, so, so we're in the driveway and she said, oh, and she's looking to where I have my kids place at. And she goes, oh, um, uh, there's a woman over there in like old, white, old timey dresses. Uh, yeah. It, well, she, uh, she had an accident. She died right over there. Uh, and I go, well, the house was built in 1906. She's like, well, yeah, she's over there right by the kid's place at no wonder Sasha didn't want to ever go outside by the kids. So, um, I said, well, that was where the original driveway was. She's like, yeah, there was some kind of accident. And I think a tree fell on her and she died right over there. So this is before we even get inside the house. I'm like, oh, geez. So oh boy, <laughs> what else is she going to find? <laughs> I open the door and she goes, oh, oh, did you see that kid just run up the stairs? I go, no, I didn't. She's like, yeah, okay. a, a kid just ran up the stairs. So, she, we walk up the stairs and she's going through the house and she's like, yeah, there's a kid here. Um, oh and he's been, I think he used to live in the house, but he likes it here because you're a mom and there's great kids and he, he loves it here. I said, well, I do hear footsteps and sometimes lights go on and off, but I don't, you know. And um, so we, she's like, you know, you feel like someone's watching you. I go, well, um, you know, my, my daughter said that sometimes I smell cigarette smoke and nobody smokes and I would smell it like kind of, you know, like by the furnace area and she's, yeah, there's somebody mm-hmm. circling the house. Uh, sounds oh, like, yeah, you know, I've, I've actually smelled cigarette smoke before too. That's weird that you say that. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So she said someone's circling the house kind of like this was their, this was their area to watch and, uh. Uh, but someone's like definitely keeping eyes on you and watching. I, well, you know, I am here alone and it is kind of creeping me out. So we end up doing this, um, a sit down and then she said, okay, um, there is a kid. Um, I, I, I'm getting the name Stu, Stewie. And my daughter would call Jillian Dewey. We're like, Dewey, where'd that come from? She'd be like, Dewey, Dewey. That was like one of her first words, Dewey, Dewey. So we're like, Dewey. 
Dewey Stewie. Anyway, so, oh my goodness, so she's she, like a little medium in the in the making. Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah. So she would call. She, so she still today calls her sister Dewey because that's what she grew up calling Jillian. And uh, she said there was a guy who. She said, are there any power lines around here? I said, well, you know, not that I know of. She said that someone got electrocuted, but this was kind of his beat. Like this was and there was an electric uh, plant or something close by. And uh, his name was George. Um, you got to get rid of him because he's he's very possessive. And she said, have you had luck with your marriages? I go, well, no, actually, I've had three marriages and they've all, you know, they've I've gotten divorced three times. She said, well. Uh, do you think that there might be some, I said, none of my other two husbands like this house. They all like, uh, they, they all felt like, let's move on. Let's sell this and move on. And, um, and she said, well, you know, this guy, George, um, he's kind of possessive of you. We need to get him to go. So we did a, wow. a circle and lit a white candle. And she's like, <laughs> uh, okay, you got to tell him to go. And I go, hey, come on, George. He's like, no, you tell him to go. Yeah. So I was like, okay, George, go. (laughs) Go. (laughs) Yeah. And then as soon as we, as soon as we did that, they had a a light outside that was like set up for like ambient lighting while we're shooting. The light falls over. She's like, see that? See that? I was like, "Mm, see, it always happens when I'm around. So that's the story of this house. Stewie and George, I think Stewie still lives here um, because I still hear sometimes like the dogs all of a sudden just like bark, 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 bark. Oh, oh, okay. The dangers of having a pet. Yes. Yeah. But I got, <laughs> I got two Great Danes, so Irene, I feel, I feel yeah, secure. Great Danes. Yeah. Irene doesn't want to get a dog because she thinks they'll they'll be barking at ghosts. And I, I laughed <laughs> I mean, that's, that's very that, scary. That Stewie's never going to leave Vanessa because you're going to be a great mom to him. Okay. And he's just an inexpensive child for you. So it works out perfectly. Right. <laughs> right. So in their research, at, when they like, you know, go and do oh, yeah. the research, they said that there was a kid here named Stu. Stuart. Yeah. Hold up. Yeah. Hold, there, hold up. There was a kid who used to so live wait. here. Yeah. They researched this mm-hmm. after we did the reading. Found- they found <gasps> a kid who was named Stuart, and he had like some heart attack on the field locally while he was playing like soccer or, or oh, ball, oh, or whatever. God. But he Ooh. loved this house, and that's why he's attached oh. to this house. And that's why downstairs, which is the old part, it's not because there's nothing that happens uh, in, in the garage area where the horses would be, but but the house part is where uh, uh, Kathy used to have her. Um, um, room. And now my oldest daughter, Melanie lives there. And she said, she always, she's always hearing stuff, always weird stuff, you know? So yeah. So Stewie used to live in the house and then they found some guy named George who used to work locally at a power plant or something and that he died, that he had gotten electrocuted. So that, that was, she, she backed up her story. I don't know. So that's Kim Russo's Whoa. take on my house. Wait, no, so, okay. Who is Kim, Kim Russo? So she, I, I, yeah, I should yeah, have asked good question, that ahead of Rachel. time. I should have asked that first. Like, who's this lady who, yeah. with well, the powers? Well, you know, it was one of those Halloweens where Sasha was still in school and like I was watching like the Paramount Plus, or not even Paramount Plus, one of those cable things. It was just like, 
horror stories all day. So I just got sucked okay, into. Yeah. So it was like celebrities, celebrity ghost stories, and yeah, she would be yeah, the one. Yeah. So that's it. Okay. And I ended up, so I watched her and like kind of became a fan. And then Kathy, who was my nanny, she had lost a friend, one of her best friends had a, a, a brain aneurysm and died. Uh, and she, and I said, you know what? She's going to be at Richard Playhouse in, in uh, Richfield Playhouse oh. in Connecticut. Let me get tickets for Kathy. We'll go see. And maybe she'll pick her out in the audience and give her a reading. Yeah. So uh, she didn't get picked, but I watched her. And then at the end, I went up to her husband. I said, you know, I watch your celebrity ghost stories. I'd love to you to come to my house. And that's kind of how we I, that's why I got her connected. to my house. Got, yeah, connected. So, yeah, she's she writes books on. She, and funny okay. enough, in her research, she said people, most people that are clairvoyant have had some kind of electric shock as a child, like zap like Ooh. in a, an electric or some kind of power thing and that's when the channels all open up and that's when she, they can right. see when she was young well, she, that made, yeah yeah Wait, that so could did make she sense. have did she have something like that yeah yeah she was like uh, it was like is there a christmas tree or sticking a you know bobby pin or something and oh when she God, was I'm young do that oh, wow yeah i'm gonna try so that because we need to be a little I, bit more, I need more powers. <laughs> i'm gonna go stick my hand in the socket <laughs> but, but that does make sense because everything is energy and you know when the uh, when we oh, here have, we go okay here, <laughs> here we go, we go. I, this is gonna make no electricity is part of like the way people connect so it would make sense that if you had some sort of an electrical shock that you would be more open there yeah, way, i said it by the way irene is not an expert and has no credentials we, <laughs> but she does like to throw around terms i, I go that, rogue that with explanations me. yes but yeah. i like it but, <laughs> but, but anyway uh, so so now like living there now do you still feel any like do you still think stewie is there stewie do you th- still think he's there um, or is, did it all go away? Well, oddly enough, um, I, when my dog, I've, I've had, these are my fourth and fifth great Danes. So they, and they don't last long. So Seth Radetzky, Mr. Broadway, his yeah. cousin, yes. <laughs> her name is Barbara Love, Barbara Loving. Wait, wait, Barbara. What the heck is her name? She's a pet psychic. Barbara. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Pet psychic. Oh, Bring it on. I love Bar- it. Chapter Bring it two. On, Barbara. Vanessa. We got a bonus round of pet her, psychic. Literally, you're, her you're tapping is, into everything. <laughs> her name is Barbara Goodfriend, and she's okay, a pet well, psychic. That's a good name. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. So she got in touch with Grayson, who is my my great Dane, who was 230 pounds, he was the biggest, be- most beautiful, sweetest dog. So she got in touch with, with, uh, with, with Grayson. And she said that Grayson was such a, like, you know, a master that all the other dogs would come in. Like when he comes, all my other past dogs come in with him, like, like the rainbow tribe come in. And, uh, and so she says, if the dogs bark, it's because they're all barking. They're all, they're barking at all the dogs at once. So that's another side thing. So Grayson might be making an appearance and that's when the dogs see other dogs. Maybe okay. I don't know. And start barking. I don't wow. know. So you're more woo-woo than I ever thought. Oh, I guess you, I love everything that I'm hearing, Vanessa. This is extraordinary. Well, I still, I mean, I got, I got more stories for you. Um, so I used to, I went to Syracuse university and a lot of that, my first, uh, apartment, well, 
my dorm, but then I had a boyfriend who had an apartment, so I was there ninety percent of the time, which okay. was and it was an old turn of the century Erie Canal, one of those railroad apartments, and uh, I remember, and I had like you know uh, my leotards would be pinned up on because uh, I was a musical theater major, so dance was the first class I had, and I had like a you know a, a, a pin you know safety that safety push pins on the wall to kind of like hang my stuff and uh there was a tie hanging and I was watching tv and there we had a a hanging planter uh kind of by the door and I happened many times watching tv and all of a sudden the plant would you'd you'd see the the like somebody brushing the leaves and then the plant would start to to swing and then it's like did you see that? Yeah. Did you see that? And then one time, and there is like no window near this thing. Right. Uh, ties hanging. And all of a sudden whoosh, the, the tie started swinging, like somebody brushed it. So again, I was Ooh. creeped out living in that thing because yeah. it's all turn of the century, old, old stuff. So my neighbors who had some stuff going on, they ended up doing a seance because they were having weird stuff happen in their apartment. They did a seance and they said that there was a cleaning woman that hung herself in the basement and that's who's walking in between all of the apartments. So that's just another, that's a college mm. story. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. How, how did they, how did they determine that the seance? It was a cleaning lead. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like wh- I, I don't know okay, who they okay. brought in. Oh, that's that's college all I know. Kids. Col- those col- yeah, those okay. crazy college kids. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. Now, have you ever done any, sometimes like have you ever done any sort of like psychic reading that came true? Oh yeah. I yeah. have uh done many psychic readings. You know who who is a really good Judith Light is like the good witch of the Broadway stage. Really? She knows more. I'll throw something. Oh yeah, I know that exit. She knows everybody in the business. That's who I will give you her information and you call Judith. (laughs) uh, Send you the link. (laughs) Send me the link, sweetie. Uh, (laughs) Judith, we're coming for you. Uh, She knows everything. I think I brought up um, past life. It's just, oh yeah, Kevin. Call Kevin. He's out of San Francisco. He's the one that that Shirley MacLaine worked with that does past. Yeah. Okay. He's like the real Deal. Yeah. So yeah, um, wow. I was going through my d- divorce and I was completely shocked. This was my divorce number two. And he he filed before me and I was just like in shock. And I was like, what's oh going on? And I was like, yeah. I need something to make this make yeah. sense because I thought everything was fine. So I got oh, wow. his number. How did I get his number? Uh, was it from Judith? This is the psychic guy? Yeah. Yeah. He's a he's, okay. a, he's a past life expert. And oh, so okay. he said that uh, in my past life with my um, my um, uh, second husband, that we were from Egypt, we were had a lifetime together in Egypt. I was one of the not elders. Don't say you're, you're a Cleopatra. Just no, don't no, say no. you're a Cleopatra. No, Cleopatra. That would wreck the credibility. Women, women, women. If you're on the royal court, we can accept yeah. that. Yeah. But uh, that's it. Because yeah. you do have yeah. a regal quality. So I could believe. Yeah. I mean, I would believe that you were a Cleopatra, yeah, no, actually. No. Of <laughs> everyone that claims it, I would believe you yeah. the most. But anyway, yes. royal court. Well, so it seems I like it's the royal court, but I was one of the. Uh, not, not an elder, uh, not an bestie. elder, but one of the, the the nobles that helped re rebuild the uh, the library that burned Pyramid? down in a- oh. Alexandria, 
And oh. uh, my husband at the time was a gladiator. So he, which again, I was, you know, he was a, a professional athlete and he was basically Sexy. a gladiator on the court in our, in oh. our time. But back in the day, right. he was a gladiator and I was a noble and I chose him to be with me. And he ended up leaving the marriage and like becoming a monk. And, and that's kind of oh, where boy. that past life repeated that behavior kind of repeated himself. So, um, you know, uh, he's not a monk. He's definitely, he's, right. he's actually doing carbon neutral, um, building material. Um, oh, but yeah, okay. which is, uh, great. He's not, he's not a, yeah. a professional athlete anymore, but yeah, that was kind of strange that, but, but also kind of that, you know, the past life thing, you just, you just never know. It's a great story. It's very interesting. Yeah. But that yeah. was one of the things that I thought, hmm, that's interesting. He was a gladiator. Yeah. I was a noble. I chose him. And um, he bailed. And then he became he a monk. Again. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like, so how, so how much do you believe in, in all that? Like, I mean, well, there's one guy, there's, there's one guy who is pretty incredible. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, his name, his name is Roland Comtois. And there were actually, there <laughs> You're was, making that up. No, Comtois. Okay, Comtois. Link, please. <laughs> link, please. Okay. Yeah. He's, he, I, I can, okay. I, I'll send you the link, but there in Chappaqua, there used to be a woman, uh, by the name of Helen, uh, Celestine or something. She would have these psychic readings at her house and my, for some reason, every contractor that comes and works in my house is into stuff, into readings, really? into, yes, tarot cards and, and, and oh all this gosh. stuff. So my contractor said, oh, my, my dad had passed. And he said, I know uh, a great guy who does. And I said, I'm not ready. My dad just passed. I don't want to hear anything. I just need to grieve. He said, just call him. He's really good. So I reluctantly had him come to the house. And uh, oh he gosh. turns on this music with a boom box. And this is back in 2006. And he basically is like started um, and he has these things called purple pages that he writes prior he, prior to your reading. And they, he hasn't keeps them in his car. You never know what they're about. But if something is triggered, you're like, oh, my God, I wrote this two months ago. This no. might have. So, yeah. So he had <gasps> mentioned that um, uh, my my dad came through and he said, uh, I knew you would be calling me. Uh, and uh, and he said, um, talked about my mom. And he said, when I saw your mom, I knew she was the one for me. And my dad would always say, when I saw your mom, I knew she was the one for me. So like, there's no way he would know exactly what my dad would say. Yeah, exactly. My mom was 16. She was a freshman. He was a senior. He saw her across the quad and they went to the same college at Fredonia. And like, he was in love immediately. And, um, and they, she, he talked about the dancing under the stars with her. And I was like, mom, what was your dance? She's like, it was called dancing under the stars or something. And it was like the name of the dance when they had their first dance. I have a picture of them in black and white, all huddled up. Uh, so he like nailed their love affair. Oh. He mentioned um, some stuff with the house that I had had issues with construction wise. He apologized for... Um, uh, and my through you know through the words my dad apologized we were estranged for a little bit because of some issues and uh and he said i'm so sorry you know and that was the first thing that he was talking about and he said i i didn't want to go and he 
died within three days. He had no, you know, kind of collapsed. And now we think it might have been Lyme's disease because we couldn't figure out like what the heck oh, happened. Oh boy, I you have know? Lyme disease. Yeah, it's very, if, yeah. if it's and unattended. He, yeah. yeah, and he's had it like several times. And this is back in, in 2006. But anyway, but there were just some, some, some things. So I had him have a reading with my mother just privately. And she said, okay, uh-huh. out of all the readings I've had, this guy is the one. And Ooh. yeah, so, you know, and I always, for some reason, if I'm ever somewhere, there's always somebody said, oh, I've got someone who's got a, a reads cards in the back. And I take you like, I've, I must have a mark <laughs> saying, <laughs> ready for a reading. I believe. <laughs> I don't believe anything. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I'm, I, I, everywhere I go, there's always, I mean, I was in Egypt and someone said, oh, I've got a woman in the other room. Do you want to have a reading? I was like, okay. You know. <laughs> and then she's like, I know you. You're my great, 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 great. Were you in the royal court? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you had a reading in Egypt? Yeah. 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 It was, uh-huh. uh, I was there. I, I, um, uh, what was I? I was there for? Oh, you were there with your friend that you you mentioned. Yes, oh, we know, did a girls you group. Met your yes, uh, yes, a girls group. Yes, and uh, and uh, we were over for dinner. Groups. Yeah, yeah, it was good. So she was cool. like, "Don't go back with a second husband. Don't go back. He broke your heart." Oh. Of course. Did I listen? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> We're all friends. Everybody's friends. Yeah. Good, good, good. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So well, I'm open. Whoa, that's a lot. That's a lot of woo-woo. Wow, right that was there. extraordinary. Thank you so much. I didn't know. I didn't know what stories you were. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no, but I was going to say, like, my, my when my dad died, speaking of my dad, my mother was cleaning out his stuff. And she was like, just, I'm going to give it all away and packing the bags up. And she heard a crash. She could not find out where in the world it was. She just, it was almost like glass or something had fallen off the wall and, uh, she never figured it out. And it was, I said, mom's because you got all his stuff lined up, ready to give away. And he's like, stop it. Relax. Take a pause. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm interpreting Whoa. it for her. Yeah. 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 But like, oh also like when he died, uh, the front windshield of his car, a tree came down and hit the front uh, windshield like the next day came out and boom wind ksh, crashed the windshield of his car so all these like tremendous you know always mm. I've got a lot of flat tires and it's, it's always like an omen like uh, when I walk out I go uh oh now what's gonna happen if I have a flat oh. in my driveway it's like okay and I'm like ultra aware because mm-hmm. I just never know what's what's next you know, oh. it's weird. Yeah, yeah. Wait, is, know, that, is that foreshadowing something well, like yeah, a you know, ominous thing? Yeah, or you know, you know, bad oh, yeah. things happen in threes. You know, so deaths oh, always right. happen in threes. So I'm always like, oh, okay, okay. wait for the next two. So that's definitely, you know, they say there's no such thing as coincidences, but it's very right. odd, very yeah. odd. And then, do you have any like showbiz superstitions at all? I mean, I didn't know. We, you and I, were not very like doing our acting exercises backstage right before we went on we were chatting about the latest and then the stage would start to rotate we're like we're going like we're going. <laughs> so i don't know if you have any well, well, superstitions no i mean you're not supposed to whistle backstage that's that's right. that's taboo and apparently it was because they used to back in the day in the olden days to oh, change yes. uh to bring in the flies the fly curtains they would whistle up to the guy with the sandbags 
And right. if you whistled, it was a cue for something and also could come down and kill you. So, right. so no whistling backstage. That's like, uh, and uh, you cannot <laughs> mention Macbeth at all or the, the, the Scottish oh, play. Yes. You can't you say that. No, we're here in the players. You club can't say might, Hamlet. Yeah. Might have the walls. Come yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, no, I'm nothing in terms of theater. Our other backstage ritual that Vanessa and I had was there was a moment in the play where we, you know, it was this rotating stage. So we had to be set up because the stage was going to rotate. And we were sitting in these two armchairs and they were going to rotate around. And that's where we would have the Vanessa and Rachel talk show. Because while the action was going on on stage, backstage, Vanessa and I were in two armchairs and I would ask her all sorts of questions and then I'd be like we'll be right back to an imaginary audience we would talk about anything from whatever I don't know kids recipes and (laughs) heartache and whatever it might be so that's where we had had our fun little talk show back yeah yeah it was fun and then you know some and some theaters are cursed you know some theaters Mm. cannot keep a hit show or or there's always really remember well Mm. we have a spider-man man man. remember every day someone would like get maimed or fall off a yeah yeah so yeah there are productions but is it a thing about like certain theaters is there like a theater on broadway that's like oh i hope you're not going into the blood yeah. Or no, it's not like that. You know who would know is Leah. Just, Leah, Leah Delaro oh, knows Leah. all that. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait, Leah did oh, this she too. Just what did am the I show. saying? Oh, Leah's yeah. a firm believer in ghosts, by yes. the way. She's like, has no doubts. No qualms and she's whatsoever. She is unabashedly it. a ghost believer. And I don't know if you remember the time she came back from Boston and she insisted that a ghost girl had attacked her in the night. Were you, <laughs> she showed, she showed us the scratches on her neck. And I was like, what? But then someone was like, well, couldn't she have just done that herself in her sleep? And I was like, I guess that's possible. But, but Leah was, of course, Leah got in a, a, a conflict with the ghost girl. So Of course. Um, yes, but she... She's a full believer. Yeah. I guess like maybe like you. Yeah. No, I've never um, had a, no, no confrontations. No altercations. I've N- never seen anything and no like yeah. uh, dark shadows or, you know, yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. I'll see like a pin light, like in the, in my peripheral. So, yeah. and it's not anything again, there's no like seepage of any ray of something. Right. So I always kind of think, okay, who's in the room? What are they saying? And uh, should mm, I be like yeah. an orb? Yeah. Like an orb. a little like a little orb. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow. And it's not always, it's not like a, a flash that's in my iris that I've got to go checked out. Sometimes right. it's there. Right. Sometimes it's glad. I'm glad it's you're like, clarifying that because someone's thinking it, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> I've got an eye doctor. I'll send you the link. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Oh my gosh. Um, uh, yeah. All right. Well, is there anything that you want that you have coming up that you want to talk about? Like, you're, you're, are you doing your shows again? Because I went and saw your, yeah. your show, your your uh, cabaret act. Is that yeah. What well, my yeah, my, my yeah, Studio my show, 50, my uh, uh, 54, 54 below. below. Yeah. Uh, are you doing that again this year? No, I'm doing uh, jumping into Carnegie Hall for a number with Norm <gasps> Lewis. <gasps> like you do. Like yeah. you do. <laughs> jumping <laughs> into <laughs> Carnegie Hall. No, when Hall. is that? Uh, the twenty second, December twenty second. Uh, yeah. Oh, December twenty yeah. second. Yeah. And what, what's that show? It's it's Norm's Carnegie Hall thing, so I'm just going. Oh, Norm Lewis. Yeah, Norm Lewis. I'm going to jump in oh, and, okay. and sing a song with him. Oh, wow. And I got new music. Uh, my first single is called Legs, which are the last to go. And uh, so I'm doing a video <laughs> for that the next uh, next couple of weeks. Yeah, so I'll have that uh, released soon. And um, awesome. you know, and then waiting for you know, waiting oh, yeah. waiting for the the, oh, yeah. the stuff to come. We're all waiting for the stuff to come. Yeah, now. right. <laughs> well, we went. You better you. get that. Uh, what is it? That little book that you have. Start the manifesting. Pages. Sister. Yeah. Purple pages. Yes, yes, okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> I like that 
phrase, though. Yeah. It sounds so mystical. Yes. I have to go write that in my purple pages. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, wait, I had a question. Oh, I was going to say that last year, was it just last year that the ladies and I went and saw you? At 54 Below. Yeah, yeah, last, last, last holiday so season. Fun. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so fun. Yeah, we had a, we had a good time. S- you're such a, you're a, you're a real, sh- I was going to say yeah. a showman, yeah. <laughs> but you're a woman. So you're a real showwoman. Show that, yeah. doesn't run, that doesn't run off the tongue. Yeah, I'll take showgirl. Um, okay, showgirl. Yeah, yeah, show yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Now, we do well, have one on, last Would you like thing. a reading since everybody because asks me, you because uh, you have a mark on your head? Let me uh-huh. explain this, though. So Irene, Irene has this pendulum and she swears by it, and she picked an entire football season with this pendulum, and that's how she discovered. Did you win? Did you like fantasy yes. football? You're kidding. Well, yes. she discovered she had this, and then there's an article about this yes. because she picked every team, even the ones that weren't favored, like the whole season. So, She's a gambler. so she really swears by this thing. So we've been the funny thing is, so we've been doing this at the end of each episode, but there's really no way of telling the viewers if it comes true or not. So it's well, sort Kevin of, Cahoon's came. Oh, Kevin true, Cahoon's though. came yes. true, yeah. And, yes, that's and true. beyond that, we'll see. Did you so, ask him about husked or uh, shocked? Shocked. Well, shocked. So Kevin asked. Kevin asked if sh- <laughs> <laughs> husked is coming in. Husked is coming in after shocked. It's the next show in that theater. <laughs> no, but he asked if Shucked would run into 2024. Would it keep going? And then about like three weeks later, the news came out that it was closing, but it's not closing till January 2024. Ah. So technically, yes. it was right. So anyway, yeah, go see Shucked before it closes. Yeah, right. And then see Husked after that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So... Vanessa, you can think of a question and don't say it yet, but then you're going to okay. say what it was afterwards. Okay, so here we go. Oh, and so do I do I know the answer or um no? Is it yes or no? Well, actually, you could do that. Then we could test you. Okay. Oh, do we need to do, do this on the air right now so that we can make Benji uh, look like okay. a lying okay. bitch? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why don't we start with one? We'll start with a mystery question that you don't know the answer to. Okay. Let me know when you're ready. Yes. I mean, it, it, it's already, it already started going. The answer is yes to whatever you were thinking. Okay. Let me, let me ask it again. Let me ask it. I do safety. <laughs> safety. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. You want to reveal what, what the question? What was your question? Am I going to London to do... Whoa. Well, you better pack your oh. bag, sweetie. Oh. The offer just wow. came in. What? So is the it musical. like... Are you asking, like, are you going to say yes? Well, I'm oh, wondering. You mean that's the one you knew. That's the no, one you knew. I didn't. I haven't said yes. Oh. The offer just came in. <gasps> I'm, reading, I'm reading the script yes, today. Congrats. And did new music. So I'm listening to wow. sing, which is like, could you imagine like sitting in your room oh when you're gosh. a teenager listening to 77 WABC Amazing. singing to when you're a kid and then yeah. at 60 years old is singing a demo for you to consider oh my god like, i love those oh moves. chills i it's, love I, those it's such things. a beautiful it's like so extraordinary it's a dream come true chills so wow. i should do it so well i guess Pack your according bags, to penji sweetie. penji has spoken according to penji yes <laughs> yes all right wow. okay hey. well i guess i guess we solved that <laughs> i guess you don't have to listen anymore <laughs> no <laughs> Well, thank you so much. Oh my gosh, so thank much fun! You. Thank you for sharing all of your stories. You're welcome, and uh, for this taking has been the so time. much fun. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for joining me on this journey into the world of woo woo. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. 
Woo Woo with Rachel Dratch is a Q Code production. Executive produced by David Henning and Steve Wilson. Produced by Alexa Gabrielle Ramirez. Edited by Ben Milchev. On a summer night, Douglas Wagg Jr. lay motionless across a strip of railroad tracks before being struck by an oncoming train. I'm investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra, and my investigation into exactly how Doug died took me into the depths of a bizarre mystery. It was really hard to understand what was fact and what wasn't. A mystery that has led me from one suspicious death to another. Listen to CounterClock now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.